Welcome to another episode of the Boutique Beauty Podcast. I am your host, Dominique, and today's topic is all about how to preserve friendships, establish boundaries, and stop giving unsolicited advice. Yes, I think this is something we've definitely all experienced in our lives on one side or the other, and it's really becoming a thing where uh, it's important when to know when to back off and when to step in. These days, I say you have to definitely fill it out, allow your friends to fight their own battles, and in some ways, really just let them learn their own lessons. Um, It's not that you aren't a good friend, it's that you are allowing them to make their own choices, and in turn, you are focusing on yourself, yes. Focusing on self is still a thing, and it's really important too. So keep listening. We're going to get into this episode of the Boutique Beauty Podcast, and I'll be right back. So definitely, I think uh, on a few episodes back, we kind of talked about boundaries and relationships and Today, we wanted to make it a little bit more personal. I thought that would be a really nice touch, actually. Uh, With summer coming up and coming off of the year that had us all in isolation, it's really important that we start uh, really thinking about how we're going to move forward with some of those people that we thought we knew very well, Uh, people that have in some way, shape, or form come into our life, and we are now uh, exploring new relationships, whether they're personal or professional. And really, we've also had time to reassess ourselves and get closer to what we identify as our center. And I think that it's really fun to go there and figure out what that place is and what that really means in real life. So example one, You've had friends, you've evolved over the past year, year and a half, maybe you're di- you're in a different space in life and you find that now you have different things in common with other people that you once thought you had with those previous relationships that have been kind of not as strong as they once were. I think it happens to everyone. Personally, um, I'll use myself as an example, as I tend to do these days, um, just to take a little bit of the pressure off of you, of course. I've had friends. I've had friends that I've had for a really long time. I've had friends that I have, you know, uh, had within the past year and, you know, people were always meeting them all the time. And what I've learned is uh, the... The childish idea of loyalty has to evolve, right? It's, you know, you took my friend's favorite pencil box and now we're enemies for the rest of our lives kind of thing has to die down at some point when you get into womanhood and adulthood. And definitely um, as a boutique beauty, I learned how to evolve and express myself by identifying who I wanted to be as a woman and challenging myself to uh, set some goals and 
meet those goals. And I think when I did that, uh, just coming out of my, you know, immature adolescence mindset, it definitely allowed me the freedom to explore what I really wanted. And it also made me accountable to really look at myself and say, okay, how am I, how am I going to get there? Because clearly in order to get to what I want, I'm going to have to make some changes. I'm going to have to set some goals and I'm going to have to allow myself to be measurable and held accountable. And what I figured out along the way is sometimes when you mature and you allow yourself to evolve as a as a human being, uh, some of the things that serve you no longer serve you. So preserving friendships, how do we preserve our friendships as we change? Well, definitely beauties. It's really important to remember those things that you have in common. I love reaching out to my friends. Um, when I have time, of course, we're all so busy or at least distracted with the idea of being busy. It can become a very difficult thing to continually connect in a way that doesn't seem forced or just like another rerun, right? Like, oh, we did this last time, but this is going to become our thing because we don't have any other time or the strength or the energy to think of anything else to do. And so we're just going to do what we always do. And that's that. Okay. Um, I kind of had to, I'll give you an example. When I really got serious about what I wanted to do, one of my goals was lose weight. Okay. So, of course, if I'm losing weight, there's only so many brunches I'm going to make it to within a period of two days when it comes to the weekend. There's only so many things I'm going to be able to eat when I get those calls where we're meeting at a coffee shop, we're having dinner, we're meeting up for lunch, we're, you know, here, there, everywhere, and there's food involved. So I had to change the dynamic. I had to change the talking points. I had to change how I was going to be willing to relate to what was once comfortable in order to meet that new goal. For me, it was late weight loss. For you, it just might be more in-depth relationships uh, with people that maybe you have things in common with and you just figure out ways to, uh, if that relationship is important, allow it to still be very present. I have a friend I've known since what the fourth grade and you know, there aren't many people I would say, I mean, if you're lucky, you are still in contact with your whole fourth grade elementary school class, right? I'm not one of those people. So the fact that I've had a friend for that long is really special. It's really important. And that's something that I want to hold on to. Now, with that, being that we're both adult women and we are doing our own thing and everything that comes with that, right? It's it's a full-time job. It's a full-time life. It's It's everything. Okay. So I give her space. She gives me space. And we allow each other to, you know, be ourselves, even if that means that we're not going to talk <laughs> for maybe two weeks a month. You know, at some point we know that we're going to circle back. But when it comes to preserving relationships, it is always important to remember 
the key, the number one key in preserving any friendship is allowing the other person to grow. Uh, Also, anything that I am interested in, if my friend is not interested in it, there's no pressure there. There's just, there's always that soft reminder for them that, hey, this is what I like. You're more than welcome to participate. If they don't participate, it's okay. Maybe we can just catch up over the phone, you know, send a couple of weird emoji texts and have a good laugh. But definitely, it's always good to be present and to uh, be warm and open with your ears to listen. And it's, it's really easy to keep those relationships going. It doesn't matter how busy you get, as long as you're always being willing to show that person that you're present and interested in their life, even if those moments don't include you. And that's not always the easiest thing to do, believe it or not, especially when there's a lot of history there. But it is possible. And if the friendship is going to make it, uh, definitely those are things to incorporate. So we're going to take a quick break and we will be back with more Boutique Beauty. Now, one of my favorite things to do is definitely to read a book when I'm not reading a book, watch one of my favorite shows. When I'm not watching one of my favorite shows, I love listening to music. And when I'm not listening to music, well, I am trying to relax, get a little bit of meditation and probably eating some food. Uh, Can those things be done all at the same time? Well, I think I've tried my best and sometimes I failed, but what's really important is that I am living my best life, (laughs) right? I'm living my best life. Now, I know someone's thinking, what does that have to do with you living your best life? And I think I figured it out. I think what really matters is that on this journey, we at some point have to get honest with ourselves and figure out, hey, what's going to make us become more balanced? Now, if being in balance is something that you are just really great at, kudos to you. I think I'm pretty decent at it, but it's always important for everyone to take stock of how they're spending their time and how much of their time are they devoting strictly for themselves. So. Um, whatever your boutique beauty, uh, goals are, and I know once you get those goals in your head, you're going to definitely share them, but whatever those goals are, uh, make sure you stay connected and driven to complete those goals. I'll give you a good example. When I'm on social media, I always see a lot of hashtags and, you know, little key in words. And of course, summer's approaching and everyone wants to get bikini ready. I totally get it because I'm there. (laughs) I'm trying to get bikini ready too, you know, but I, I think definitely we need to take a lot of the pressure off of ourselves and figure out that it's okay to have a piece of pie, go ride a bike and have a glass of wine. (laughs) Yeah, you can do that and still be bikini ready. Um, it's okay that you're not what, 125 pounds. You might be 175 or more or less. And if that bikini fits you the way that you like, well, you know, kudos to you. If it doesn't, grab a throw and make it work. 
But give yourself the freedom to not be perfect. I think that's definitely what being a boutique beauty is all about. Figuring out how to make yourself glow in your own essence, in your own freedom, in your own time. And of course, we are not far from the topic of preserving friendships and relationships. Uh, When we left, we talked a little bit about that, allowing the people in your life to be themselves, uh, not being distant because you're not a part of those uh, day-to-day dealings, right? Whatever those happenings are, those moments. Uh, If you hear about them, be present, be aware, and be supportive. Uh, But definitely there's another side. And it's called establishing boundaries. I think a part of the growth period of every uh, mature relationship, especially when we're dealing with our friends, is allowing ourselves to identify with the fact that we have matured in certain areas and we don't necessarily like the things we did when we were younger and vice versa, that the people around us have evolved and we may not be connected in the ways that we once were when we were kids. And I think for women, this becomes most present in our dating relationships and our professional relationships. And if you think about it, just take a moment as I'm talking. Is that true for you? I think it's true for most women. At some point, we get our identities by, you know, the women in our lives and the people in our lives, men and women, right? Uh, how we're going to react and, you know, who we're supposed to be. And a lot of that is tied up in our friendships until that one friend, and maybe you're that friend who starts dating that one guy or girl who is very different <laughs> than the the mold of the group and it causes some friction and that's where we get to the boundaries so definitely uh this week has always been a another epic experience i don't care what happened in the week if you're listening you made it through you figured it out. You figured out what you needed to do for you. Maybe you're still figuring it out. So therefore, we're always going to call it what it is. Another week down, another great experience, another great conquering adventure. Yes, that's what we'll call it, a conquered adventure. And we're still conquering on this boutique beauty journey. And so one of the things that's really important to remember with the glow up is that you actually have to grow. Boutique beauty glow up is all about growing up. And it's really difficult when you don't allow yourself to do that. But some of the things that definitely helped me to get outside of my comfort zone and redefine who I wanted to be and establish boundaries without stepping on toes or hurting feelings and or really, you know, just psyching myself out or into this whole new mindset of something that probably I was still figuring out if I wanted. This is mainly in my, I'd say, grade school evolution, is learning to do things by yourself. And even as an adult, it's 
always important to just learn how to vibe out on your own, figure out what you want to do with your own time, figure out how to have a great time if no one else can RSVP, if no one else can confirm, if no one else can show. And definitely that gives you an idea of who you are becoming on a different level. And it helps you, or at least it helped me, to establish a new level of boundaries without having unnecessary conversations and having to, you know, quote unquote, cut people off and do all this dramatic stuff that sometimes we feel we need to do, but we really don't. I'm all about simplifying my life. And Boutique Beauty is a reflection of that. It's all about feeling good, allowing other people in your energy that help you to embrace the things that, you know, they love about themselves, really. You know, who doesn't like to feel good? Who doesn't like to have a facial or two? Who doesn't like to buy a new lipstick or two? Who doesn't like to have their brows done? Who doesn't like to have a little bit of blush? Who doesn't like to have that great lunch with that fabulous cocktail? Who doesn't like to live life? Who doesn't like to do that? I haven't met anyone who doesn't like to do those things. And with Boutique Beauty, that allowed me to reflect some of the things that I've experienced and I've shared and the things that I love with whoever's listening. And I got those things by setting boundaries for myself, by experiencing adventures with or without an audience. And I think that's really important for everyone. You have to hear your own voice. You have to stay connected to your own self. And in doing so, you actually strengthen any relationship you have that's worth keeping. And you're setting boundaries without having unnecessary weird conversations about what needs to quote unquote change. So that is always something really cool to take with you. Um, now it's time for that last segment, which is how to stop giving advice, unsolicited advice specifically, uh, that tends to create friction. And it's also something that tends to, uh, not preserve friendships. <laughs> yes. I think we've all been there. We've wanted to give advice and we gave it. And then all of a sudden, whatever happened was our fault, even though it was on its way to crash and burn way before we opened our mouths. Hmm. What did you learn? I think I learned something from that experience. I, I think I have a few, actually. And what I've learned is definitely you don't give up on people, but you damn sure learn to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> oh, yes. We'll talk more about that keep listening to the Boutique Beauty Podcast. I am your host, Dominique, and I'll be right back. We're back rounding out the conversation. Okay, so we're on our last segment, which is all about how to stop giving unsolicited advice. Hmm. I'm not here to tell you what to do, my beauties, but definitely I think we've all had that experience, as I mentioned before, when other people tend to not want to hear what we have to say. Now, just to let you know, I don't think that, in all fairness, what anyone should take from this is to stop giving advice 
or at least unsolicited advice, but uh, really it's all about allowing those around you to definitely uh, feel like they're in control of their own circumstances and really just be supportive. I've learned that definitely you want to uh, be supportive and speak less and observe as much as possible. So definitely, here are some of the tips that I've learned. When listening to a friend, and you already know how the story is going to go, distract yourself. Offer a gift. Yes. Yes, I said that. Offer a gift. Now, it's not about going bankrupt with the gift. It's about doing something subtle and creating an experience together. I have definitely, definitely been a friend to listen and figure out, you know, what can I do to make that other person feel better? It's not always the easiest thing to figure out how you can not only actively listen, but take them out of the mood that they're in, right? Whatever is bothering them, how do you make it unbother them? Well, for one, you can never do that. Second, when you figure out what that thing is that you can do, that gift, whether it's your time, whether it's you're giving your friend a facial or a manicure, or you're watching your favorite movie, you're making a pot of tea, you have to figure out how to be of service. I think that's a really key thing when it comes down to being present, you don't always have to say what you're feeling about someone else's situation. As a friend, you have to just encourage them to glow up in the way that allows them to reflect, open up how they feel, and then in turn, trust that they can do some personal growth on their own. You don't have to orchestrate that for them. Yeah. Again, let me say that you don't have to orchestrate their personal growth for them especially if we've known them for a really long time. Okay, so Boutique Beauties, as I digress, if you're following on social media, Instagram, Boutique Beauty Glow, and Twitter at OKDominiqueS, feel free to always join the conversation. Like, share, follow. I'll be sure to do the same. Um, it's always fun when you can connect as well, but definitely um, I'm always like looking over... Uh, my social media pages and some of the comments that I see, some of the ways that I interact with people, I'm like, more than you know, we are very much alike and in more ways than one. So I definitely feel uh, my community of listeners when people are sharing their thoughts and they're like, oh, mm you know, X, Y, Z, one, two, three, I won't get into the details, but it, it's definitely, it's kind of cool. And it's also that thing where it just reminds us that we are connected in more ways than one. So getting back to it, unsolicited advice, how do we not overstate our opinions? How do we uh, learn to enjoy the silence and listen? And how do we allow ourselves to engage in that process without feeling overwhelmed by it. Um, other than giving gifts, other than doing activity with uh, your bestie, um, plan a trip. That's always cool. You know, have a drink, take some of the edge off, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I've, I found that definitely you don't always have to be in the center of whatever that 
issue or happening is in order to just be there as a friend. And hopefully it can really remind you of what you want, you know, like just listening, just listening to other people and how they're feeling is either going to reinforce like, wow, I'm very grateful that I have this person in my life for this reason, or wow, I'm very grateful that this is not my circumstance, but it doesn't remove the opportunity to give empathy, which is more valuable than that I feel sorry for you stuff. You want them to feel as though you understand on some level, whether it's your situation or not, you understand and you want to be supportive. And I think that's really, really important. Uh, Definitely. Yes. Be supportive. One of the worst things I think anyone can do as a friend is not to be honest. Um, I'm one of those where, of course, you know, you, I always run into people and they're like, oh, well, I wouldn't have said that because I wouldn't want anybody to tell me. And sometimes I just think in my, to myself and I'm like, oh, I wish someone would have told me. I wish somebody would have told me this was happening or I wish someone would have told me that was happening because I could have made an informed decision. But in that you know, when I really started to just do some work on me, I realized, hey, everybody's different. Some people don't want to have that conversation with you. And they have that right not to want that uh, outward appearance to look other than what they want it to be. You know, they have that right to believe whatever they want to about the situation and deal with it as it unfolds in real time for them. And so what I had to figure out definitely uh, as a friend is to be honest, you know, because I never wanted, I never would want someone that I know to be doing something that could potentially put them in danger or hurt them, right? Okay, let's just get that out of the way. But at the same time, uh, being a more mature adult, I had to just learn how to take a step back and allow them to experience life in real time. And, you know, unsolicited advice is definitely a way to go because at the end of the day, you don't want to influence anyone else's life but yours (laughs) in the way that, you know, you don't want to give someone bad advice and you know, they're blaming you for the next 10 years of their life. It's like, was it really your fault? No, mm, but okay. 50-50 coin toss. What can you do? So coming off of this weekend, by the way, I must share. I actually did something I never have done by myself. I made two pies. Very exciting. Um, I did a little bit of research, I must admit. I took recipes from people that I know, and then I looked online, and then I was kind of like, okay, I want this in my pie, but I don't want that in my pie, and I want a healthy pie because I want a midnight snack, but I don't want it to sit in my stomach like all day and night, you know, and I don't want to gain 30 pounds from eating a pie. So I just, I went bare bones basic, and for my first pie, I made two, two of the same pie, uh, sweet potato pies. Um, what did I do? I baked the yams. I added some condensed milk, some baking powder, uh, some butter, a little bit of water, 
tiny, tiny, tiny bit of sugar. And then, of course, the spices uh, like the nutmeg, the cinnamon, all that good, good. And long story short, I had two slices. I offered it to my aunt and she said it was not sweet, which I expected that from her. But she did say it was good with whipped cream. So win-win for the weekend. Try a new recipe. That was my recipe. I didn't really share it because it was my first time out of the gate, but uh, definitely, maybe I'll post a picture or two. I think it came out pretty good. Store-bought crust, yes, it was a win. Took one for the team. Um, I wasn't prepared to do anything from scratch as far as that crust situation was, but I did get it out of the freezer section, and it turned out pretty good. So, if you take anything away from this three-day weekend, I will say that I have enjoyed you as much as I'm hoping you enjoyed this segment of Boutique Beauty. Uh, as far as your relationships, I would say definitely start with you and work your way out. Figure out who you want in your life, what you want in your life, and what is it going to take to achieve whatever those goals are. Set boundaries for yourselves. Um, when I set boundaries for myself, it definitely, definitely, definitely gave me a glow up. My complexion was glowing, you know, <laughs> and not just because I was exfoliating. I, of course, was exfoliating, but not just because of the facials, not just because I was drinking water. I was definitely holding myself accountable for my thoughts and figuring out ways to bring in my focus. And so the boundaries are basically boundaries to get you to that success point. And as far as the advice goes, well, if you can't take your own advice, then is it really worth sharing? Probably not. So I would say the best thing to do as you're working to improve yourself, your life, your, your standards, uh, your wants, you know, that elevation that we all should experience in life. Do it in a way that you lead by example and that you don't have to waste your words. And that way, you don't live a life of giving unsolicited advice. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of Boutique Beauty today. Of course, I'm your host, Dominique. You can always listen to uh, previous episodes of the Boutique Beauty podcast on any major listening platform. Yes, you can listen to the Boutique Beauty podcast. I will be back with uh, more episodes, of course. And until next time, you know what to do. Stay positive and continue to glow up. Bye.